Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Adrian Abraham and Ryan Huang. So when you fill up a form online, how much trust do you put on the organization and system to keep your personal information safe? Well, it looks like we might just have trust issues here. Imperva recently released findings from a global study on consumer perceptions of data privacy and trust in digital services. And the study found that in an increasingly digital world, consumers feel trapped. Sharing personal data is a requirement to use digital services, but 35% say their trust in digital service providers' willingness to protect their personal data has decreased over the past five years. And Singapore residents have good reason to feel this way. To a greater extent than any other country surveyed, they have shared more personal data than two years ago. That's close to half of the Singapore residents reported doing this compared to the global average of 37%. So how can one keep their personal data safe? Can organizations do anything to gain consumers' trust? We have on the line George Lee, Senior Vice President in Perva, Asia, Pacific and Japan to give us more information on this. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, good morning, Adrian. I'm well. Thank you. So, George, Imperva recently released findings from a global study on consumer perceptions of data, privacy and trust in digital services. Tell us more about this study. So the key areas of the study is really to understand you know, how consumers are putting up information on the Internet whenever they're trying to access any kind of services in exchange for access, you know, what a level of information we need to kind of put up in that. So the study actually shows that more and more consumers, while they understand that, you know, they have to access certain situations, they are really caught in a catch-22 situation, right? Trust is really at an all-time low, you know, with the daily news of data breaches, um, personal data being breached. So while consumers have little faith in some of these organizations that are putting out information, but they really have very little choice. And tell me a little bit more about the, um, the methodology of this study. The idea is to really understand how much information is going out there. What does a consumer do in, in terms of uh, putting in personal information? So it's really to understand what information a consumer willing to exchange in order to get access or services into the web. And with this day and age, with uh, the digital onslaught of things, um, it's just very tough. Consumers just ha- have very little choice for them, right, in order to access some of these major services or some of this online shopping or social media platform or stuff like that. Yeah, man, the study found that the majority of APAC consumers feel they have to share personal data if they want to use digital services, but they don't trust these organizations to protect that data. Uh, talk me through the factors leading to this sentiment. Primarily because, you know, how much data breaches are out there. And honestly, there's a lot of consumers that reuse some of this uh Basic information, like for example, you know, a consumer doesn't use a lot of sophisticated password. They use their password a lot. Consumer like actually doesn't check if I'm putting up this information. How is this information being treated? Right? Does the organization uses something like a two-factor authentication to put up? So just just in case there is a data breach on this website, you know, will my information stay safe? So this is some of the things that is uh, kind of lowering the trust of consumer. However, that said, you know, from a Singapore government perspective, you know, we do see consumer does have a higher level of trust when when coming to that. Predominantly, Singapore agencies or rather Singapore government agencies uh, implement kind of more uh, security focused control, say, for example, the SingPass application, using that as a two-factor authentication. 
Yeah, but, you know, here's another question I have for you. Do consumers even have a choice to not share their personal information? I mean, we understand the consequences, but still have to, you know, share our data. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. So there are a little bit of tips and tricks to kind of how to do that. You know, so these days, I would suggest that, you know, for consumer that doesn't understand what website they are facing with, you know, try to use a proxy email address. Doesn't Don't put your actual email address in there. Put a shorter form of name and stuff like that, right? In uh, And if you have to do some, some kind of payment and you don't have full trust on the website, use like a secure payment method, for example, like a PayPal or like a proxy payment method where somebody kind of acts in between, like a middleman between the consumer and um, the websites that you're putting information out to. So this is some of the things that consumer can kind of think about. Yeah, they certainly do. We're in conversation with George Lee, Senior Vice President in Perva Asia Pacific and Japan. Uh, George, organizations are facing a trust deficit. So 95% of APAC uh, consumers say they are worried about the consequences of data theft. Now, what are their leading concerns? Primarily, we all know, you know, when we have a data theft, you know, those information can be put out there and, you know, um, information can be used to reconstruct and then using the same set of information to try to access more sensitive services, like, for example, banking, like, for example, any kind of financial application or even government websites where some of this information can be used even to do identity profiling and uh, having uh, like a fake identity in that. So these are some of the things that, you know, consumers are actually looking at and organizations have to try to make sure they keep all the consumer data safe. That's uh, essentially kind of why it is. Yeah, I mentioned the 95%. There are 27% of APAC respondents don't trust any type of organizations. Now, which industries have some sort of trust? Now, which does not? I mean, what's, what's the difference here? Yeah, I mean, predominantly, you know, the younger generation that we surveyed, they are actually less cautious in terms of information that, that they're losing out there, you know, but they're a little bit more concerned, especially the younger generation. They're more concerned about, like, for example, their social media platform has information to allow, you know, the bad actors to come out with some kind of using deepfake technology to kind of misuse this information and kind of claim their own personal reputation. So that's kind of the, the study they're showing as well. Yeah, it certainly does. But, you know, the thing is, we're all very different when it comes to the younger generation versus the older generations. How do they differ, you know, in terms of their worries? Yeah, I guess the younger generation are less likely to worry about financial impact of data theft as compared to their older peers. That's kind of one of it. And most of the younger generation are just more concerned about information like, you know, for example, Instagram or their Facebook accounts or, you know, stuff like that. So that's kind of the biggest difference, possibly because, you know, from a financial impact perspective, they don't see that in a way, you know, that they don't get impact that much, right? For example, financial, healthcare, those are some information that, you know, I think the older generation that tend to care a little bit more. The other way of looking at it is, of course, the younger generation get more exposed into what our digital service provides. And they understand that, you know, in order for to get for them to get access, they will exchange for it. They will use this information to exchange for access for those services. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're still on this conversation about everyone having trust issues because that's the focal point of all of this. Based on your study, what is the biggest fear for consumers, you know, at this moment? The biggest fear is still, you know, losing personal information such as your password leaking out there. A lot, a lot of these consumers know they reuse some of this password. I myself is a user of that, right? You know, there's always websites like, ah, this is not too important. I'm just going to use a normal password that have been reused before. 
So this, at the back of our mind, you know, we realized that if one of these websites get breached, this information will get breached. And then this set of information, say, for example, your email address and, and its password can be used to access the more sensitive information or more sensitive website that's carried. So those are the information that have a bigger impact in your kind of your personal life. Yeah, before I let you go, George, you know, please share with us some uh, tips to keep everyone safe, tips for organizations to keep their data safe, also tips for consumers to keep their personal information safe. Yeah, so I guess from an organization perspective, it's important to classify personal data. Having organization understanding and has the capacity to automatically find out sensitive information, like, for example, personal data in both their structured and unstructured, you know, kind of data sources. That's kind of important. Um, being able to access the risk of those information, where it's being stored, how is it being used, who is having access to those information, those are kind of important. So, in short, organization should always treat personal data and other data, you know, essentially, you know, how PDPA laws actually have this way to govern the organization, right? So, organization have to understand that but they shouldn't be treating all data the same. And clearly, organization have to understand that if, let's say, they should have a breach, how can they track and notify the users of that particular data breach? So those are some of the things uh, that I, w- I would say, right? And on kind of on the consumer front, you know, it's really no rocket science. Setting strong security around your online accounts, whenever possible, use a differentiated password. And whenever possible, you know, find ways to use kind of a multi-factor authentication, use uh, just password and, and then some something else as a different mechanism to kind of being able to access to this information. Be careful about what kind of information you're trying to share and why the service that you're trying to access requires those information, right? Consider the reputation of the website and, and um, the services that you're trying to access, stuff like that. Again, you know, there are things like, for example, if there is a payment method, always try to use secure payment method and try not to put your credit card information, the CDB code and stuff like that on the website if you, are, you don't trust the website entirely. And lastly, of course, you know, well, we're, we're very sure that, you know, a lot of the information or rather, you know, information access, they usually will not ask you for those information if there's no transaction, right? So be careful about SMSs to ask you for information around especially banking data and personal password and stuff like that. Yes, follow all those tips and, you know, you'll be one step closer to not having uh, trust issues when it comes to keeping your data safe. We've been in conversation with the George Lee Senior Vice President, Imperva Asia Pacific and Japan. Thank you so much for your time and have a great rest of the day. Thank you, Adrian. Have a good day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.